Tonight, Tom and I are joined on the stage at the Phoenix Theater by the great Decent Criminal. Yes. This is a band with a very long history that has shapeshifted both its sound and its membership as the years have progressed. They hail from Santa Rosa, they have toured the U.S. many times, and they have a lot of momentum going into 2016. Tonight, we'll talk about who they are, where they've been, and where they're going. And later, they'll be playing some music. <laughs> Hunter, Tristan, Alexander, Brian, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Happy oh. to be here. Thank you. You Aren't had something polite. you wanted to share with us about your history with the Phoenix and oh, Mr. Man. Tom Gaffey. <laughs> Just get it off your chest. We, you almost had to spill it right we, before we, we started. We all have a lot of history here at the Phoenix. <laughs> Let's talk. Shoot. I was just going to tell Tom. The first time we were here, it was 98, I think. And how old were you in 1998? I was six years old, and I was right up there on the balcony, and I watched Goldfinger play. <laughs> oh. Now, brief story about Goldfinger. Um, Tom and I put them on in 2008. And uh, oh. there were some back and forth with the police during <laughs> that, almost that went to era. Jail over there. And uh, they, they would come in and they would they would you know try to find things that were wrong. So they came in during a Goldfinger set right about at the end of the show. And the front man was doing a little bit. I don't know if it was at every show or if he decided just to do it here. And the bit was that he would put a Twinkie between. His oh, that was the drummer. And then have yeah. the uh, Darren. And yeah, then have the have a oh, have a. Yeah, <laughs> that, so so you know the bit, and uh, so and then I think a fan would uh, take it out with their mouth or yeah. something. Are you familiar with this bit? Anyway, uh, you remember this, right, Tom? Oh yeah. And the, and they were they were so incensed by this, the police, bec- um, the police that I don't know if they created this complaint. or they actually thought it was real. They 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 uh, they thought that the guy had a. Some sort of thing. That's not what happened, no. but that's what they told people, and it, you know, it was a sort of smear the phoenix thing. Anyway, <laughs> that's my last recollection of Goldfinger in the building. It was, yeah, it was really Goldfinger. I think recreating a Frank Zappa uh, bit. Yeah, I think Frank <laughs> Goldfinger was the first does one Zappa. To do that. Yeah, Goldfinger <laughs> did Zappa. So, sure. you, so you two were here together at that Goldfinger show in '98. Yeah. yeah, and our dad, dad took us here. Because full disclosure, you are brothers. We're brothers. We are brothers. What yeah. was your first concert? The first one. Our dad took us to see uh, Ray Davies. Ray Davies from the Kinks. Oh, great! <laughs> yeah. That was killer. You bet. Yeah. But you guys stayed awake for that one. Oh yeah, we, we were, were there. Yeah. We were up. We were up for that. Yeah. No so to fall asleep. Ray Davies and his brother don't right. get along very well. True. We're in a band together. Uh-huh. Yes. Are no longer. Right. No. Do you foresee that happening between you two? No. No. I don't see I love that. Hunter dearly. You like each other. We hang we're, out all the time. We're the best. We of probably friends. talk every day. As brothers, you've probably gone head to head. You've probably fought. Um, when no. you were younger, no, when you were younger, when you were younger. No, well, actually, let's let's segue into this. So Hunter and I have, <laughs> we've been really tight through everything we've gone through in life, and uh, this Hold is it a, up to the camera yeah. over there oh, so they can see it. This is a picture that Where, uh, our, Tim, uh, <coughs> for you audio listeners out there. This is the uh, CDs holding up the CD right now. Uh, I want to ask about that. So this is a picture my dad took uh, when we were living in uh, Pengrove, just outside of Petaluma, and. Yeah. Uh, so I think there was a flood at the time and like, I don't know. So he took a picture of us up against the water. It was in the morning. We had to go get slushies before we went. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and here's the thing. So it looks to me, I think it looks like uh, possibly Hunter's hair is a little breezy. It might have been a windy day. You guys are wearing sweaters and jackets. Right. 
Um, if you're listening to the audio version, pull up this picture. Tom is. It's a great Tom, picture. Tom's going it's into it. Two great kids. They're standing yeah. in front of some water on what looks like it's kind of a chilly day. Mm-hmm. I cannot help but notice that Tristan is not. You guys are holding Slurpees. It looks like right. or slushies. Cool. Uh-huh. And I cannot help but notice that. Uh, Tristan has got his hands inside the sleeves of his sweater because I would think that that slushy is cold. Right. My question is, what in the hell are you drinking a slushy for <laughs> on a cold day? <laughs> it's well, just so obvious that this was one of those little kid problems that parents should be teaching their kids. This is not what you do on a it was cold af- day. It was after a recent. the best. It was after a recent <laughs> divorce, and you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think at the time we were just really into uh, getting slushies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think. And um, yeah, and yeah like, man. Yeah, I, slushies are like alcohol. Like boys day out. Right. So you know I, what I mean? I like to think that I was in the middle of a rain freeze. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, you were yeah. just trying to ease the pain Thank however you, you could. Look, and that's, and I'm going to break right into it. Um, you guys have a tune that uh, this, this particular album of yours is, feels like it's so full of so much angst. Mm-hmm. And I keep getting drawn to the one tune, uh, Sunburn. Okay. And who writes who writes the lyrics? I wrote that one. Yeah. Wrote the lyrics. Yeah. Um, this was a heavy. This was a heavy statement. Yeah. And this is exactly yeah, well, uh, what you guys were talking about. It sounds like you're talking about the divorce of, of some parents and, and the splitting up of that relationship. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, we can, yeah, it's going to get serious. Uh, yeah. Well, it is. <laughs> but here's the deal. So you guys write the, this cool stuff. You got some lines in here that I love for crying out loud. In Sunburn, the whole the whole story is is uh, you guys put it right out there. Mm-hmm. So you're writing this song, and if anybody is paying attention to the lyrics, they're going, "Wow." So give us some examples honest. too that re- that uh, really stuck out to you in listening to it. One of them that was pretty good was uh, um, "You Raised Two Little Boys yes. that, that Love a World So Gone." Absolutely, and yeah. and uh, you know you're talking to your dad because you you call him man. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> this is have you played this song for your dad? Uh, no, I, my, my dad likes the album a lot. He but, probably uh, does. Has he? Has, yeah. has he? I'm not sure he's read the lyrics, but. Uh, this is a very breezy yeah, tune. It, if you listen to what you guys are playing, you're playing. It's almost uh, it's almost no FXy in a lot of places. Okay, and it's dancey and it's happy and it's breezy. Then you start getting into the lyrics, and, and uh, you guys go really deep with this. Um, yeah, uh, I think there's a couple times the song "Abandon" and "Sunburn." I'm Abandon, absolutely. Just kind of digging into, uh, I guess, sort of. It's tough to get into this stuff, but it, you are you're getting down to the meat uh, and some of those moments that make you right. guys I guess who you I, are. I was trying yeah. to and I how you I was, develop your relationship. I guess I was trying to channel, um, you know, abandon. Definitely channeling like myself at like fourteen, and then in uh, sunburn, you know, you're, we're sort of we're talking about this park we all grew up at. Where we were all sort of there for each other as friends, you know, which especially played a part, you know, in uh, you know in the divorce where you're with your parents, you know, this time, and then you have this time with your parents, you know. So, um, so we kind of grew up, I feel in a lot of ways with our friends and then, um, so, and then uh, the other part of the song, the part of the song you're talking about, it's more like we're cha- like I'm channeling this emotion yeah. that I felt as a kid. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's almost, and the same with an abandoned, you guys, it's like you're speaking an unspoken truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, these realizations are coming to you, uh, through the course of everyday life. Right. And these are the things that, uh, most kids go through sometime in their life and, mm-hmm. and uh, it just comes up on you and, and these are the things your parents had never told you that you discover on your own and right. this this tune it just cuts right to the quick on that it's an incredibly it's a beautiful thing when you get right down to it and I've heard it a couple times I've heard it several times and it's just wow there's just certain things you feel as a kid because your world you know things just impact you more because you're younger and your world's so small and then you know, and then I feel like you get older and you kind of are able to look back at those things and get a different perspective. Yeah, and take a look at it. You know, I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, 
we both you know love our parents and it's not like we have anything like against them no like you that. don't get that's that's not the point of the tune the point is right. like this there there's a realization that you come to right and uh it's it's a fascinating moment in the song itself mm-hmm. um yeah i love the tune uh, as, and as then, a listener what did you think that realization was um it was in the park it was just you'd have to i you know i'd need to have the lyrics in front of me again yeah. mm-hmm. um but uh, yeah it's just it's a really poignant tune and quite frankly down here over the years we've i've i've seen this replayed i don't know how it is in other countries but i know that the divorce rate in the united states is quite high mm-hmm. so i see this drama being played all the time with with uh, kids in the building and uh, and it's a tough time for those kids and they don't exactly know exactly what it is and it takes a moment that you reached when you wrote this song when you finally get to look back and have them, some catharsis behind it mm-hmm. yeah. and it comes back in strange um you have the line, I know you because I know myself. Mm-hmm. I know what you're doing there because I've seen it in myself. And that feels like it's a theme in this almost its entire album. Mm-hmm. Reliving that day and finally seeing uh, truths in life. I mean, this is mm-hmm. the way we live in this country. Right. And it replays yeah. itself every day. And that's just the way it is. And you can't change that. Right. Um, totally. When it's time for that to happen, it's time for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you need to be able to let it go eventually. Tough right. on the kids. Right. But yeah, at the same the time, sure. you can't shield them from that. And this right. is kind of that same thing. It seems like you're, you're recognizing it. Uh, you're bringing it off for your father, but you're bringing it off for yourself at the same time. Right. A lot of this stuff sounds like you're writing to yourself. Right. It really does. Cool. And uh, yeah, and nice. it, it, it goes down well. Cool. You, you pulled it off, I think. Nice. Yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, you're given such a raw perspective at life, uh, you know, when you face something like that, especially as a child, you know, you're sort of... you got to have it. You're going to live another 60 to 80 years, and right. you might as well know what, what the world is about. We sort of tie it, it the back cover also relates to the uh, front there. This is a photo by our friend uh, Ryan Keller. That's on the Petaluma River, isn't it? It is, yeah. yeah. How does it tie it together? Oh, it oh, it together? oh, I was just saying the, the front cover is Petaluma, okay. and the back cover is Petaluma. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it shows water, by the way. And it shows water. Yeah. Well, yeah, and true. here's the thing. So Joseph Campbell, uh, if you're if you're ever uh, into that, he was a uh, sociologist and a mythologist. And, and uh, <laughs> water always symbolizes the uncertainty. Mm. Uh, you're going to have to step off of solid ground and swim into the water to get past where you are at this time. Sometimes you've got to jump into the uncertainty. And this is two kids um, right on the cusp of that. You guys are uh, happy with your Slurpees. Uh-huh. <laughs> even though Tristan's hands are cold he's still happy <laughs> yeah. about it but as a matter of fact eventually you guys are going to be jumping into that water like and uh, moving forward damn Tom <laughs> any other lyrical things from the most recent album because this did just come out last month yeah. that really um, stand out to any of you uh, you had a song Vacant which was also on yeah. a compilation I think for suicide prevention is that correct mm-hmm. yeah that was a very big album there was like 60 songs on it you guys yeah. were one of them mm-hmm. Brackett was on it too yeah, yeah they were ooh Brackett there were a number of familiar <laughs> familiar bands That's on right. that compilation yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. am I correct to assume that that song deals with uh, isolation or thoughts um, of suicide um, no it's not suicide uh, it has to it has to do with more isolation in a relationship where you're sort of you know you've isolated yourself and you're not really even a part of it, but yet you're still, like the title's still there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's a few songs on there. It's sort of just love on the rocks type of thing, but, uh, but yeah. Isn't that a funny human dynamic where it's like you're in a bad relationship, 
but no one wants to be alone, so they stay in the bad relationship. Well, it's gotten it's gotten better. It's not still bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that's right. <laughs> that's fast. Also, that's you, great. So you've, you've been able you, to recover the relationship. I feel like in a loving relationship, there is just ups and downs, and uh, some of these you just capture. You know, I might have captured a few downs on this album. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, but fascinating that the relationship still lives. It right. makes for great material anyway. It does. That's great. You know, death, um, the tune death. Mm-hmm. The habits feed are mine. <laughs> About a year and a half ago, I quit drinking. Um, after just, you know, from the time I was 14, 15, I just, was just, you know, basically we just, you know, drank all the time. Any, any occasion, we just were drinking all the time. And yeah. I just reached a point where I was, you know, I was tired of what I was doing and who I, you know, who I was who I'd kind of become in a way. So, uh, yeah, death is more death of like those bad habits, yep. bad death of like, you know, everything I was kind of doing that I wasn't, I was unhappy with. Yeah. Did you write yeah. this pretty much all at the same time or has this been written over a period of time? Um, Album wise, the whole, all of the songs. Um, yeah, I wrote, um, the, I think the only song that is sort of, um, out of the way is the last song called Riverside, which feels like a, that's one of my favorites. Oh, cool. Yeah, it feels cool. like uh, one of my favorite uh, NoFX tunes, and I've been trying to pull the tune out of my head. It's about finding enough quarters to buy a phone. Oh, uh, and it's right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the last, the last song on Punk and Drawbook. Yeah, yeah. A scavenger. scavenger yeah, 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 that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and I get that yeah. same feeling listening to Riverside. <laughs> I like it a lot. Cool. I like yeah. this album a lot. Cool, Tom. I'm glad you yeah. gave it a good listen, man. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's cool. You guys, you, uh, but yeah, no, I wrote um, a majority of the songs and a lot of the lyrics uh, within the same like two year span, probably. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not really one to, you know, write lyrics that I'm not passionate about. I like to, you know, I put a lot of myself and um, everything into what I'm doing as far as music goes. And it's a big uh, vent for me. So yeah. it pays off in this album. If you guys pick it up, listen to the words. Um, it's very danceable and it's very, I think it's, it's, uh, almost mid nineties punk feels like to me an awful lot. Although you guys came to this in the two thousands, but, uh, living it down here, I, you know, it used to be a weekly thing and that was my favorite period down here. Mm-hmm. And you guys have it <laughs> right down to Alex. When I, when I first met you, Tom, you had a, a dookie shirt on. Right. So good. <laughs> yeah. I love that shirt. Yeah, I wore nice. it out. As an aside, I have never really met Alex before, but you're just like fun to watch perform, and you're fun oh, just to watch you, sit there. You're always <laughs> thank smiling. You. Yeah. Can we all just like tell the uh, the viewers about like what it's like to know Alex? Oh, what dude. kind of a guy oh, is this guy? I love oh, knowing Alex. God. It's the best. <laughs> I mean, good and good and bad. Good and bad. He's a tree. Yes. Yeah. Well, sometimes he's like grumpy in the morning, but then he gets some uh, vitamin B12. And he's great for the rest of the day. Alex will bring a it. pack of vitamins with us on the road. Is and, that so? And it just, is. Just a Ziploc bag full of just random vitamins. Are you a believer in making sure you have all the right supplements? It feels good. Yeah. Have you ever gone without the right supplements? Yeah, I do. And then you feel the, do you feel the difference? <laughs> yes. You do feel the difference. Do you take vitamins, Tom uh, Gaffey? No. Why not? Uh, uh, Alex does. Yeah, I, uh, you know, that's that would be a regimen. Uh-huh. You're yeah. not big on routine, <laughs> yeah, no, regimen. Yeah. That'd be tough. Responsibility, you, you have to commitment. remember to do yeah. it every day. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, no. Mm. Do you do it at the same time every morning? Nope. No, <laughs> right, at least you got that going for you. No, I've got enough compulsions. I don't want to add anything like that to it. I try and destroy myself with my compulsions, and I don't want to. 
Uh, you guys did a tour with the band Screaming Mimi's, uh, <laughs> which the tour was called Fuck That, We're Playing for Chubbs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, right. What it, <laughs> that's right. You're goddamn right. And it sounds like yeah. you stand. It sounds like you stand by that. Tom, you have, have Tom, any problems getting paid on that one tour? <laughs> we actually came back. We, hey, we no, came back positive. On, that hold trip. on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Tom, what's a chub? <laughs> a chub? No, yeah, no, no, no. Tom's not going there. With I'm not right. talking about boners. We're talking <laughs> about. Oh no, we're talking chubs. about Chubbs Peterson, the golf legend from uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, I see. Playing for chubs. <laughs> <laughs> It was, a, it, was, it was a tribute tour. See? It was a good bit then, and it's a good bit now. Yeah, it does. That was good. That, yeah. That's easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you familiar with Happy Gilmore? I am familiar with the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well and then he dies in the film, he and fell then... Out uh, a window. Yeah, and then Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore have a have a little struggle for a second. They talk about who's playing for Chubbs. Okay. And uh, Adam Sandler declares that he's playing for Chubbs. Is a so. Chubb Chub also a penis? I, I believe it's like a it's a half mass boner. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. I said boner. Yeah, I said it. No, no, it it's, it's a real word. It is what it is. I was kind of hoping we'd get through a show without using the word boner, but oh no no no, no. you have you have to use it. You have Jeez. to use it. Tom Gaffey, yeah. decent criminal, was on the show tonight. Yeah, they sure uh, were. In conclusion. What thoughts do you have about these guys? Um, you know, this album of theirs, uh, I, I like an awful lot. And what I find is the dichotomy here. You've got, uh, you guys are doing uh, kind of a, a pop punk sensibility in your writing, in, in your chops nowadays. But when you delve into the lyrics, this is some deep stuff. And uh, it's just, you've got, uh, you've got uh, a duality there that is fascinating, really. Uh, you are coming from your youth with a lot of this, and hence I think the the breeziness of of the music. Uh, but you're looking at it from your adult life, and that's and it's it's very deep, and it's just a great thing to look at. It's a great thing to listen to, and and to see how well that actually matches. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Um, we really Thank appreciate you. it. And in just a moment, Decent Criminal will be playing us a set of music. So look yeah, forward to that. To thank you for listening. And once again, thank you for joining us tonight, guys. Thank yes. you. Thank you.